watching it live. If I watch it live on my phone, it's still a, a delay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm clicking live, and then everybody quiet. So the camera starts out on you, right? It will start out on me, and when I pass it to you, then it'll be on you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, enemies and friends, welcome to the show that never ends. You are tuned in to On The Real on the R-Squared Network, where we keep you up to date on all the goings-on in the world of TV and movies. I am your host, Steve Johnson, and joining me today is my brother from the same mother, Mr. Johnson. How y'all doing? And thank you for ruining the intro. <laughs> all right. Also, he was recording. <laughs> also joining me today is the last best hope for the resistance, Mr. Woods. Hey, that what is up, a, what up, what up, what that's up, a reference up, to up, a little up. review show we're going to be doing a little bit later. All right, so today uh, we have a lot to talk to you about. We are going to talk about Jodie Foster's interesting comments about comic book movies. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what the Punisher has to say to his to some a certain subset of his fans. Uh, and our focal point will be all about what constitutes a real movie, a real artistic movie, and finally... Archie on, Fartsy Crap. Yes, well, hey. Um, and for What Would You Do? We're going to have a fun game today. It is our go- going to be our director's draft pick. And I will explain more of that to you later, uh, but y- you've seen the NFL, so I'm sure you'll get it. All right. So, uh, Mr. Woods, yes, sir. help us out here. Um, what am I doing? What are you doing? Well, let me, I'll, 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 I'll help you out a little bit. All right. We're so, talking about Jodie Foster. We are right? talking about Jodie Foster. Foster. Right. Now, um, this week, uh, earlier in the week, she made some comments about uh, comic book. Well, so the she big... She slams hang superhero on. So movies. She, but now, and their fans. But I, I do want to just address, we're going to be fair here for, for a little bit before we... Going Jones. Okay. Um, it, she wasn't fully talking about, like, she wasn't fully talking about comic book movies per se. Okay. Uh, it was blockbuster movies. Like, ooh, right? movies and that then make money, in, in mess the, up everything. At the end of it, my movies are trash. at the end of her comments, right. then she said, I don't want to direct uh, $200 million superhero movie. So the big, like uh, headline grabber is she goes in on comic book movies, but it was really all so that means all movies that make all, money, all all big budget uh, movies, and so that does include you know Transformers and you know She's, you so, said it includes it includes that because yes, she's talking does. about Avatar, blockbuster. Avatar, Star Wars, Titanic, and so and I quote, "Going to the movies has become like there a we theme go. Park. Tell what it, tell them what they said." No, she just uh, made a comment saying going to the movies has become like a theme park. Isn't that and she what the added, movie's supposed to be? Uh, well, depends on who guy, you're asking. And go, she, go, she go adds... Go um, the highlights No, she just added... Uh, this was... She was speaking... Uh, I'm reading this from Deadline.com. Uh, and it's all over the internet. They, they can be anybody. trusted right, you could, somewhat. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. Somewhat. So um, she was doing a, uh, an interview with a magazine version of Radio Times through Daily Mail. 
And uh, she adds, uh, studios are making bad content in order to appeal to the masses and shareholders. It's like fracking. You get the best return right now, but you wreck the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Fracking. Yeah, I had a conversation with Mark Ruffalo about that. Yeah. That was interesting. You're not going to talk about the hand washing? No, man. We're not getting... Okay. All right. No. No problem. Shout out to Mark Ruffalo. Anyway, so... (laughs) Yes, uh, you know she, but she she's making a point there, and and, and just saying that in, in terms of as you said with the Marvel, not Marvel per se, but um, those big budget movies yeah. like the Transformers, where it's just really bad, right? So you're yeah. just you're just appealing to the mass audience, trying to get as much money as possible. You don't really care about what you're putting out. You just know that hey, if I slap a name on it, if it goes boom, everybody comes out to see it. It's all good. We're making money. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, here's the whole thing with that. I mean, I'm not going to say there's not terrible movies that are blockbusters. Right, and they right. they make them just because they like, they're trying to cash out. Right. But uh, something Stephen had said uh, is that they use this money to fund these smaller movies. Right. So they got to make these movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can make a blockbuster that's good. They don't always have to be terrible, you know? Exactly. Because if me as the moviegoer, I don't want to spend my heart on money to see, I don't give a crap how much money you spent on it, make a good movie. Right, you right. I mean? You're right about that. But you need, it's a, like, it's a necessary evil. You need these blockbusters to fund the little artsy-fartsy crap that, you know, she seems to be on. Now, very well, we, we, we are going to talk about this a, 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 in, in the focal point because this is sort of what we're going to move around. So right. we'll, we'll stay away from the philosophical side of it because we're going to spend about 20 minutes talking about that. I just want to kind of chip in some of the little yeah. things that she said. Uh, so as now, I continue also, to talk about this, I right. just want to throw in some of the things that she yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And I want to bring up some, some of the things that... Um, um, What's his name? I can't remember his name right now, but the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Who's James, Gunn? James, James Gunn. James Gunn, yes. Right. He had some words about... In uh, reference to Jodie Foster's yes. uh, response. So, well, it's she, I'm just throwing in little quotes that she mentioned. Said, it's ruining... You mad because we ain't put you in a damn movie. Stop acting like you didn't come to audition. Did he say that? <laughs> Did he say that? You got because you got shut down for a part. I'm gullible enough no, to believe no, that. No, I'm lying. No, no. no. <laughs> but it's possible, though. Jody Foster's been putting I'm starting to work. You heard it here first. Mad work. You heard it here first. She's mad because she washed. She's absolutely not washed. Yo, she's she mad because she washed. She's seen Guardians of the Galaxy and she's seen Sylvester Stallone and all these other people. Right. Uh, the dude from Jurassic Park. All these people getting rolled. She's seen, you know. And she's, she's saying, like, what about me? What about me? I could use one of them mil- oh, multi-million dollar checks. man. No, and she's salty. She made she made a comment saying it's ruining the viewing habits of the American population and then ultimately the rest of the world. Uh, so, hmm. and she made it clear she does not want to make two hundred million movies about superheroes. Don't mind it, nobody asking you, Mac one though. And that CGI and that sort of spectacle is not the reason why she makes movies. I feel like I make movies because there are things I have to say in order to figure out who I am. Or my place in the world, or for me to evolve as a person. Yeah, and those movies now here's flop. the pro- no, no, it's not that. The thing is, I get that that film can be about that, and film can be a personal experience. Right. But like to say that that's it, that's a very narrow view here's, of what filmmaking yeah. should be. Right. It's dope that you want to make films basically f- for yourself and to explore things about yourself. Yes, but. That's not what everything has to be. And to say that your view of what film is to you, what very filmmaking elitist. means to you, is what it should be for all 
the 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 entire movie going audience. I, I I just don't I don't know that that's fair, and I and I would suspect that she would take those words back, and, and maybe they've been misquoted. I I don't know. Here's but what that, I would say to that: um, you art is very subjective. It's just like everybody could have the same. Uh, you know, paints, but everybody's going to paint differently. You know, it's just like you can't tell somebody what they should like or how they should, you know, create their art because there's a fan of whatever type of film you're trying to make, you know. There's mm -hmm. fans out there that uh, support these films. Mm -hmm. So who, how, who are you to say, like, what people should like, basically? Right. Well, so two things. I think I do agree with you, LeVar. I get where you're coming from about that art being subjective, right? And that you're you're reaching different audiences. And I also understand where Steve is coming from. Where the first thing he said was, it's a matter of... That was the headline grabber yeah. saying that, oh, she's slamming superhero movies. And she's not necessarily slamming... She slammed blockbusters. That's right. what she said. But for, and I the mean, fact that she ended it with that, she was talking about... But she could have just seen Suicide Squad and a bunch of these DC stinkers and then oh, and man, just like at DC. what the hell? Yeah. No, but I, I just I just feel like like I get where you're saying, but I just think and and also on the in the terms of and we spoke about this, we all collectively spoke about this on a, a previous uh, episode. But where are we going with these superhero films? Where um, will we get? Will will there be a form of fatigue that sets in? And you said no, right? Because yeah. these movies have always been coming out. As long as they're yeah. what good? Because yeah. you said you're paying. I'm going to pay my I money. I want. I want good content. I want to be entertained. And you're right about that. And if that's happening, that makes sense. You said previously, Steve. You made a mention that are we going to pay eighteen dollars, nineteen dollars to go see? Um, I don't know. Uh, Three just... billboards in Ebbing, Missouri, which, by the way, that movie was dope. Right. But, but I don't need to spend that much. $16, $17 to go see that. Exactly. Right? But will but... you do that for Dunkirk or for something right, like for Infinity War or something like that? Movie? What? A theme park. Like, Me personally, right, yes. exactly. Me personally, so, like special effects sense. movies, I go see those movies in theaters. Right, Other right, movies, right. Other movies, I'll see it on however, Netflix, but whatever. Now, right, right. How I see on it. a smaller screen. Because it's just like, a blockbuster, you're supposed to see it on the big right. screen. You, like the the nuances, the special effects, the widescreen, you need to see that. You now, know, that right. IMAX. The, the, other, the other part of it, though, because none of these things happen in a vacuum, is that maybe the reason movie tickets are $16 a pop is mm. because these studios are inflating the budgets and spending $250 million to make Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? They have to recoup that, so that's why movie prices are raising high at higher than the rate of inflation. That said, I just want to add something that um, James Gunn said um, in in regards to the Jodie Foster okay. comments, and then we'll move on because again, we're going to talk about this. Talk about in, it in, in, in further a few detail, minutes. right? But he says, um, I think Foster looks at film in an old fashioned. James Gunn is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. He says she washed, bro. Know. But he says, I think Foster looks at film in an old-fashioned way where spectacle film can't be thought-provoking. It's often true, but not always. Her belief system is pretty common and isn't totally without basis. I say not without basis because These DC most movies studio are franchise films are quite soulless. And that is a real danger DC. to the future of movies, but there are also quite a few exceptions. For like cinema movies. to survive, mm -hmm. I believe spectacle films need to have a vision and heart. Need to have the vision and heart they traditionally have. 
And some of us are, are doing our best to move in, in that direction, ready. creating ready. spectacle films that are innovative, innovative, humane, and thoughtful It is what excites me about this job. And, and honestly, stay tuned for Infinity War. Right. And again, you cannot look at Logan and, you know, what many would, would say in, in Wonder Woman. And even if you didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he I made a film about a family, family. Right? right? Right, right. And there was care taken and put into that thing. So I just think it's very sort of dismissive to jumble all of these right. blockbuster and that, films that. Is essentially that what Michael Bay let's be clear. Let's garbage. Be, let's be very clear. Right. Jodie Foster has been on the right side of a lot of social issues and fighting against prejudice. And that what is prejudice? Is correct. What is prejudice except prejudging something based on what you don't know or right. what you assume? Right. And it's and that is what she's doing here. So that's why I said I don't know if she is misquoted or or whatever. So no disrespect to Jodie Foster, but you're wrong. You wrong. And, I was wrong. All right. That, but another thing, one more point is like I was saying in in the group chat is that. Uh, superhero movies have been around since the beginning of time. Uh, whether it's Zorro, Three Musketeers, uh, The Lone Ranger, right. these type of movies have always been around. Whether it's biblical stories, whether it's Greek mythology, whether it's Conan or whatever, there's always been people doing superhuman things. Or, the Iliad the, the, is yeah. like there's a, a always tale been of superheroes. That mm-hmm. Since the beginning of time, the whole Bible is these these stories. So, so how can you say if people want to see this thing and people want to escape for two hours that mm-hmm. they're wrong or like my my taste is somehow not good because you don't like it. Right, right, That's right. very elitist. Right. Also, it is a business, right? And the other thing is, Jodie Foster just directed a very interesting episode on the new season of Black Mirror. Rockbox. And that, no, 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 it was very good. But my point is, there are other avenues now that exist to where f- our, our tour filmmakers can go and make those smaller films. And that's... That's that's dope. Right. So I, I just think it's it's sort of wrong headed to, to, to think about it like that. We'll but dig deeper, right. Next on that list. Yes, sir. Uh well breaking news. <laughs> I hate to tell you all this, but Game of Thrones is delayed until twenty nineteen. It is official. HBO came out and said, You ain't seeing that shit this year. Did a crow just hand you that message? A a three eyed raven handed it to me. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. And, any thoughts 2019. on 2019? 2019. You're not getting new. The winter is here now, but it ain't going to be here till next year. It, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be man. worth the wait. Yo, this is making it me think that whole White Walker thing is real, son. That's why it's so cold <laughs> right now, so son. Cold. They coming. Winter is coming, bro. Listen, I, they as long they have to work winter on that Winter is here. They have to work. They on broke that, right? down the wall, and that's where all this cold air is coming from. Mm, you think it, you it's think, real, you, think it, you think this weather right now is coming from East Watch? It's, it's coming from there, bro. It's crazy. Okay, I can't explain it. There's no, okay. there's no other way to explain it, bro. And this is going to be six episodes, right? Uh, six episodes, and they're all going to be feature length. Yo, they yeah. better, so they better be the greatest time. six episodes ever. I'm talking about. Yo, like I nine, want dragons in every episode. It better be. I want real. a dragon sex scene. That's how much dragon dragons CG I want to see. With lightsabers that, and stuff like ex- that. Some that's crazy. very explicit. 
That's just so, I'm just putting it out that's there. That's a little too explicit. If, if you delaying it this long, right, right, right. It needs to be every episode needs to be epic. I no, mean, but the level of the special effects better be crazy. Like it better look. I also way don't better. know how they're gonna wrap this. Thing. Even if it, every episode is two hours or ninety minutes, I just I don't know how you wrap all of that up in six episodes. Yeah, and I'm reading the books now, and it's a lot. If it's if look if it's <laughs> gonna be because the show's minutes. essentially been moving very slow, and right? A lot of people felt like. I mean, you okay. Know, after you mean you talking about for season this last season that's well, been not, no, 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 no. I mean, up until last season, a lot of people felt like it moves, it moved slow, but it, right. it, it was, but it, in but a the good source way. Source material was yeah, was it was there. intriguing. But I was never thing. bored with here's the thing. Even in season right. six, that's not going off of any books. The this the show it's only went up book. to book five. No, so, I told them where so he was going with it, and I, they, they I've, I heard people say the writing has suffered in season seven. It has, uh, but it still people, don't say I'm, as bad as Walking Dead. Though I'm, I'm on that people. I'm on that people bandwagon. didn't say that about season six, right? And I just think it's not so much that the writing was bad as a except for like some things like worked no, out there, very no, conveniently. Season six, there was still some. You, it, but there was my, a but my, I think my point is, I just feel like it feels rushed, and not that it was rushed. But we're so used to things taking a little while, getting some time to breathe. Right. There was no time to breathe. Every ep- at the end of every episode, there was a big battle. Yo, last Everything season was, was dope to season me. seven. Season seven. The last season right. was dope and, to And me. it was every great episode. to see a lot of the things we got to see. But and that's why everybody says Walking Dead is right And now. it feels like they're gonna have to even increase the pace from what because you have to tie it all up. You have to end everybody's storyline. And I don't know how they've delivered so far, right? Well, that's what I'm worried about. Longest running, like, high bar show. Every show, like, fizzles out by this point, and they haven't, right? Right. Even the great ones, Walking Dead, as you said, is 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 something right now. They're right. gonna leave you wanting more. It's like Breaking Bad. They I ended mean, it look, like because I didn't even know that was gonna be. I don't like if they knew going into it that that was gonna be the last season because I don't think they knew or whatever because it's not like it was announced that you know beforehand it was just like oh fine this is gonna be the last season but they went out with a bang right. Well, look, I I hope that that. That they keep this up and they can go out on that high note and it doesn't because I just I don't I, just, I don't know how they're gonna wrap all of these things up. I just don't want these like areas of. I'm uh, saying I need three more seasons. I don't want these areas of convenience <laughs> when it, it you know it just. But you, again, you've done a great job up to this point. But that happens when you cut it down from ten to seven. Right. Yeah, they they can wrap those it up. things that didn't make sense that were so convenient would have they could have made it make sense if they gave you another episode of. Let's explain why these things are happening in that succession, right. and that's what they've done. Because a lot of people have met up, and if they cut out some of the in between, you yeah. would think you would realize there's been there's a whole lot of coincidence of people running into each other on the road with no cell phones in this series from the beginning. So that's a thing that happens. Right. But when you put it so close together, you notice it more. No, they definitely speeded, or like the way they play with time and how people just end up. Because before it would be like okay. However many episodes till they got where they were going. Now it just happened now, all the yeah, same. Yeah, Khaleesi episodes. just like getting on her dragon and just flying but over no, there. But just, no, just and, you know, well, heading I mean, down to. Well, but I'll be I mean, happy with that because there was I don't a lot of things. A, I don't no, 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 want to wait a week to see but, what's going to happen. Like, so I've actually, I know. I've actually, I, know. I've actually, I, I, actually, I, I, I get yeah. it, but it's just still no, no. no like, but here's the thing: that's not actually. 
that part of it was not that terrible because if you look at the map of the world and where they actually were and understanding right. that it understand took them a few days to walk there. No, she flying. But so she, she flew so flying, she, could, right. she could get there. So it it it, it could so work. Boat, there's but just, again, there's a, there's a couple of things. Um, actually, a lot of things. Previous seasons would have had two episodes of them just walking. Yeah. So it feels like it's taking a while to get there. And again, we don't know when the... like. These things aren't happening in real time. They're jumping in and out, and we don't know yeah. at what point in time be weeks or they're picking long. up. They right. could be picking up two weeks later, but it's just yeah, the next season. Yeah, they need to do that SpongeBob thing so, like three again, weeks later. He had, well, I'm, I guarantee Jon Snow wasn't in the center of that ice for two weeks before being like rescued. No, no, no. no. They, they were there for a day. Because they, they, it only takes three days for them to get there, right. where they went, right? Right. And but they Gendry dude, was fast. able to he run ran. back with no, what do you call it, in a day. So yeah. they spent overnight, and then she flew yeah, out there. Booked yeah. He booked it. Yeah. Uh, they like flew out there right away. But yeah, yeah, that, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on to the number one uh, box office movie of 2017. And spoiler alert, it's Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I thought it was <laughs> I mean, Already? <laughs> already. Three weeks in. Right. Um, they are at over, and I don't know what they're at for the, the weekend estimates aren't in, but they they knocked it out last weekend. So in their third weekend of the release in the domestic box office, they overtook the number one movie of the year, which was Beauty and the Beast at five hundred and four million. Bam. Last weekend they were at five. They moved bumped up to five hundred and thirty eight. Bam. And now this week, I'm sure they will. So it's the highest grossing domestically. Oh no no no! This week it will be the highest grossing international as well. Because okay. uh, it, it it was at on Friday, it was at uh, one point one something billion, right. and and um, so it's the and it hasn't released in China yet. Yeah. So um, yeah, now the other side of that is, and I don't know what this. This means. movie seems to be very divisive though, because I didn't hear anybody say it. From, from what I'm, from yeah, but we like talked it. a little bit about that last week. Like a little some bit. people have, yeah. I don't. Well, for we did hours, like a, a two-hour yeah. episode about that, but but it seems like a lot of people lot don't of like it. it. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. But no, no, no. But I mean, I mean people, people, don't people like have it. their own access not even, to uh, mind about it. Yeah, not even Mark Mark Hamill likes it. That's not true. That's not true. He spent a lot of time doing damage control, saying he wishes he never spoke out loud. Yeah. What he said was when he first read it. He was like, "Whoa, this I don't is know not what's his, going on here." Yeah, and then when he when he actually saw the finished product, he was blown away. Yeah. And you know how and, quickly they chopped up just that little piece of him saying, "I didn't like what I read." Right, and and, and they just like, ran with it. Luke. Right, they just but ran that's him with just it. saying that the the writer like like subverted his expectation. That's not a bad thing. Right, he just came into it like I was expecting to do something different. Yeah. Um, and again. So Jason just says he had less problems with episode eight after seeing it a second time. And I saw it two times. I so one watched. thing is I don't think you should have to see a movie again, like to to really get it. And that's what the, and maybe that's the marketing trick. No, Yo, you gotta see it sixteen times in the theater if you wanna if you wanna like it. No, but sometimes, but sometimes, Star Wars you, heads sometimes like you do really into it. So but again, that. I do feel sometimes like do. people were pre disposition to not like it and it's it's a weird there's a lot of weird stuff around it now i will say this again i had a lot of problems with the movie nothing that made me hate it right but to me episode seven was a more coherent story yeah force just awakens. The, just the, the force awakens yes the, the continuity as i said before you know it would get people would bother people and another thing that would bother people is that for long time star wars fans 
They may feel some kind of way because it's not following that same, or rather it's attempting to follow certain trends and um, traditions that we're used to in Star Wars. And it's also trying to get you acclimated to these new, to move, yeah, these are to, new people. To so move you can't, along. You, can't yeah, have, move you want the, the old along. Star Wars, watch the old episodes. Exactly. These are new people. They're young. Things are changing. Exactly. And so that's going to so make quote, people Jay-Z. get uncomfortable. People want my old stuff. Buy my old, buy my old. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but you can't keep being like regurgitated and force fed the yeah. same thing again. You have to change it up. So these things have Some to happen. Want it now that way. said, though, I do think that the Last Jedi was a good movie. Though. No, no, it was a good movie, but I do, I would again. I'm not directing it, but I think some things were could have been done differently, Absolutely. and some things were. A little Hands bit down. of a disservice, but but again, in what he was trying to do, I get it, I, and I, I think it was a very good movie. It just wasn't good, right? As as episode seven, and, and that's okay. It's okay to have that. It's when you start talking about, well, they're just pandering to Asians by putting uh, Rose in there, and I don't know why you have a black stormtrooper uh, and Ray is a Mary Sue, yeah, and, and like out, all, all of that stuff is go, like go. that's where it's like you know. That's why I tell you what uh, John Hurt thought. This is so stupid fans. because this is a whole universe of people of all type of alien, different species from every type of place. So you can't have a black person, you can't have an Asian person, you can't have a whoever. When there's people from all over the universe that intermingle and all type of species, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But you nah. know. <laughs> uh, but opinions are like assholes. I think uh, I think that uh, the, we should we should have John Bernthal address some of those Star Wars fans, but he addressed some of his potential fans because apparently the Punisher uh, has uh, quite a few fans in from the alt right, <laughs> and he says that he has a message for those alt right fans that support the gun toting, uh, revenge driven uh, comic book character. What was, what, what was the words that he used? Fuck him! <laughs> With that, a yeah. capital F. Yeah. That's his words, and uh, it's, we purposely... I, sorry for the curse, but it needed That's to be said. That's what he said. That's Fuck verbatim. Him. Right. Uh, Fuck the all right. I approve of this message. Everybody and, sitting here approve of this message. Right. And uh, <laughs> another y'all. thing that's interesting is that, you know, he is... Uh, um, in that, There's a lot of nuggets in that article, but, you know, right. he sort of talked about how... Uh, he does believe in some common sense gun controls. Yeah. It's funny that the Punisher believes in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, just a comic book, another uh, interesting thing is that... Um, just because I play Rambo, he, don't mean I he, believe everybody should have guns. He acknowledged that, uh, you know, a lot of people say he's hard to work with that on he's set. he's difficult to work with. But, you know, it's not coming from a place where I need all the red M&Ms picked out of, of my M&M bowl. Right, or his trailer yeah, has to be cleaned Every right. minute it is of every hour. Like everything that he's doing on screen has to make sense. Yeah. And when you start to think about that, you know, I can't tell you I've seen John Bernthal do something that was just like whack. Right. Right? You know, if he He's, and, he's and, all in. And and when and again when you when he says that, like everything you see Punisher doing on screen, it it, it makes sense. And it's so crazy. They walked such a thin line with that show because we're talking about let's 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 just be real here. Like this is a white dude 
who is a vigilante who's taking justice into his own hands and just decides it's okay for him to kill people. Yeah. You know who else thought that? It's all right if you're all white. George Zimmerman. Yeah. Right? So, so again, but in this show, they've done it. But see, the whole they, thing is, the people that punish or kills deserve to die. That's what I mean. Like they, they Yes, they deserve to die. They they have <laughs> they they sort of told this very thin line and they walked that tightrope very well. Right. And if you want to see how that cannot go well, just look to uh, the movie coming out with Bruce Willis, Death Wish. Yeah. <laughs> which is, and we all remember the Charles Bronson yeah. stuff, which worked Woo. in the 80s, but now, yeah, yeah, it yeah, just right, looks right, right. like, a like it's, it feels tone deaf. Like, he's smiling about killing these people. I just think that this oh, is torture. Oh, he's enjoying it? Yeah. You're and Kanye, mother effer. It, it's, That's it's a great weird. way to put it. It's tone weird. deaf, right? Um, so, but again, and it's the same concept. It's just done so much better. And that I think that uh, is let's, partly let's owed to, to, to John Bernthal sort of saying these things need to make sense. Why he's doing it? Because right. even as Shane, when he was just like he was the villain there, you understood exactly where Shane yeah, was, was coming was from. Right. So, and look, even in Baby Driver, what he was saying made sense. Oh, you know no, what I mean? It worked. Yeah. yeah. So everything he does, I, 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 I respect him as an actor. And if that makes him difficult, so be it. Especially since I'm not on them sets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not dealing with it. Exactly. No, he just says that there so, needs to be some form of regulation and gun control. He's not saying take people's guns away. He's just saying right. that you got to have tighter laws. That's all. So he doesn't like uh, we have to have that all right discussion. and he doesn't like having spaces. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Now he tells all of them to perform. Speaking of Kevin Spacey, which is just totally uh, don't have nothing to do with nothing, but how that movie they they cut him out of the dude that's taking his part is about to damn win awards for it. How much of that is all like Christopher Plummer's a, uh, a a performance, or is that just like we got to make a point out of this? They might make a point. That's, uh, that's make you forget Kevin Spacey was even in it. Yeah. Now that said, um, in the world of corporate conglomerate takeovers. Uh, analysts have have pegged it at there's a forty percent chance that Apple, especially based on this new tax law where they get they got to bring home a lot of that money that they have overseas, right. and use some of that money, or I don't know how much of that money to buy Netflix. How do we feel about Apple buying Netflix? I don't care, bro. The rich keep getting me. richer. I don't pay for Netflix. It comes free with my damn Apple phone. So whatever. <laughs> I well, mean, I got T-Mobile, bro. So, yeah, some, no. There we go. Someone's paying for it, right? Look, but whatever. the rich keep getting richer, man. That's now. Like. I, I'm not gonna say we was here. Uh, we were cheering the idea of the X-Men coming home to to the MCU, but the the idea that uh, Disney well is with just, more in its skepticism, right? Well, no, no. My point is, as long as I ain't got to pay more for it, I don't care. We were cheering one aspect of the deal. You always have to pay for it, right? right? Yeah, and, know and understand there are some, there, some there, form of fashion we got to pay there for. There are these indirect costs, but my point is, so just seeing that and seeing where just there is this sort of proliferation of like co- corporate conglomerate. Powerhouses merging, and that again, is the way it's always been since the beginning of time. No, 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 no. Like companies. no company has ever been as big as Apple. As Apple, the, the yeah. size of these mergers are getting larger Thanks, Steve and Jobs. larger. Yes, they are. And my I mean, point is, there has you can you cannot point to any monopoly that was good for the customer, right? 
Now, Ever. let me ask you a question. You know who has a monopoly? Con Edison. How good is their customer service? You know who else has a monopoly? MTA. The MTA. How good is their service? F the MTA. Because when, when you get we so got large. It. You need it. F you. Right. That's how it works. But, and, and again, so if we're going to say, like, we don't care, I guarantee you, like, it's going to It gonna don't matter if somehow. I care because I, I can't stop it. What I'm going to do, piss and moan about it. Whoever got the money, make the rules. They're going to buy what they're going to buy, and you're going to pay for it because you need it. That's I, it. I, if you don't like it, then don't stop putting money in their pockets. We can't stop it. I, I hear That's you, it. but that don't mean you just go along with it. I've you always gotta, said, at least what am I supposed the to very, at the very least, you could say in the history books, you we we happen to be recording this. I don't know if you yeah. know in the history books, you could say you fought. I protested against yeah. it. At the very least, no, you <laughs> I gave it a dislike on the on the Facebook yep. post. I disliked it. I did my my civic duty by by you, you by fought until you couldn't fight anymore, about. and that's what it's about. You don't just give in. And I, I tell you this, I've always like, said stop that stop buying up shit and making more money. If anybody could. If any anyone could ever come in and compete with the MTA, the MTA would clean up their app. Absolutely. Yeah. But Absolutely. since they have no competition, right they're away. just like, oh yeah, we keep look, raising the prices. Look, oh, after MTA, hiking. and it's Be not clear. that that the cell phone companies have big competition because there's four, and now that's going to move down to three and all that. But they've been However, shaking hands for the longest. They have, but my well. point is, when T-Mobile said we're going unlimited, everybody had to go unlimited, right? These are the things that happen. People ha when you have competition, you have to meet that competition. So competition is good because it forces them to make better products. Competition is great. You go to South Korea and you see how they operate with their uh, mobile devices as well as their um, internet, and it blows whatever we have. They the reason our internet is so crappy is by choice, right? And again, you have by to understand choice, they the make sure and they keep raising and telling us to. They keep raising and telling us to go. Oh, hey. Well, buy this one, buy this one, buy this one. Keep raising the prices, and you're still getting crappy internet. And again, that's the thing. You know, we we um, we and we're a first the, world the, the reason you want to buy up your competition and you want to be anti like the reason you don't want to have competition is because you don't want them to make something better to, than you that the customers will want more than you. So they could put me out of business. Larger, so if I could buy them out, why wouldn't right, I do that? But the reason you don't, you're worried about them. You got to keep the foot on their neck. The reason you're worried about them so not making a better product is because you really don't want to put the effort into making a better product. Right? You know what's easier than making a better product? Just buying out the competition. Exactly. And that's why they want to get larger and larger. If they so got they streaming music on lock, control. right? If they got streaming music they on don't, lock, why? Though. Spotify is a very big competitor to them. And if Spotify didn't exist, they, they would still be selling you 99 cents. But here's the whole and thing. Apple and Apple is getting these exclusives thing, over Spotify How many people got their iPhones? If Apple Music was already integrated on my iPhone, I'm most likely going to use There's Apple Music. There's still more people using Spotify. Word, I ain't never used Spotify because I don't need it because it's on my iPhone, no, no, Apple no. Music. I mean, that's fine. But again, I'm saying competition is a good it's thing. Spotify and if you like, if you like <laughs> Apple Music, it exists because of Spotify. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But and I'm just that's saying, what why wouldn't Apple, they want to make more money. They're not just going to come out with a new streaming service because why would I do that yep. when the Netflix already exists? What, are they going to come out with a new video streaming service? They want to. They're, they want it they're to. Buying, they're creating original content now, but right. it's easier if they can. I don't even know if Netflix is trying to sell because Netflix is getting all the money right yeah. now. Right. Well, right now, until Disney takes all again, the content off. And, but uh, now that may be the other thing. Netflix might be like, look, if Disney has all of those IPs, maybe we won't be able to compete, but we'll have that Apple war chest. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's why they'll do it. I don't know. But we'll that see. being said... 
that's something to keep our eyes on. 40% chance is not very high in terms of business. Like, when we heard about the Fox and Disney thing, everybody was like, yeah, it's going to happen. Right. Like, that was in the air. We heard about it a few weeks before, and it's like, yep, it's coming out. It's We're going, giving you yeah. that news the same week as Star Wars. Right, so, right, right. So that's, that's um, the next thing. So uh, what do we have next is... WB. Warner Brothers has chosen a new person to head up their uh, DCEU. DCU. DCU. DC. Whatever. The DC Something. Universe. Whatever right. it is. Whatever they want but to call it. They, they have a new man heading up. Um, the like They have a new Kevin Feige. Okay. Now, this man's name, you can see Kevin him on the Feige. screen now. It is Walter Hamada. Now, the Who is he? The interesting thing is here is Walter Hamada has been in the industry for a while. And like Kevin Feige, he started as a production assistant. He has had much experience producing movies. But a lot of what he has done has been in the world of horror. So mm. this is the man that is behind producing uh, films like It okay, and the whole Conjuring franchise. Okay. Now... Why do I bring that up? Why is that, why is that important? And why is that, why am I? Um, I don't want to say I'm happy about anything with DC because like they could change everything tomorrow. But I, this, this is this this has piqued my interest. You don't like bricks? Uh, look, man, so you got to build a house. Okay. Now, the thing is this: the Conjuring universe, which includes the Conjuring one and two, and Annabelle, the Annabelle. And Annabelle creation, and now they have the Nun movie that's getting ready to come out. That is all in the same universe. Right. What interests me there is he has <clears throat> expressed uh, acu- very good acumen in um, creating sort of um, low but relatively low budget films in a connected universe that do very well at the box office. And the interesting thing about the Conjuring franchise... In the horror genre. In the horror genre. Right. right. The interesting thing about that that genre is it it sort of feels like a connected universe done right in that the films are in the same world, but they don't hinder each other. They're not like trying to sell you the next film in this one. Right. You just know that it's in the same world because... There may be one ghost that's haunting in this, and they may show up. Or there may be a conversation among something that happened in another film, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And and again, it's it's really it's done very tastefully. Right. They might throw something in a not really post credit scene, but like we'll show you this at the end, exactly, just to let you know, hey, this is connected. But they're not like we're gonna build an Avengers of of monsters. That's not what they're doing. So again. This guy has generated from from uh, if you look at all the, if you look at it and the Conjuring and Annabelle, this guy has generated um, over one point six billion dollars off of hundred and twenty four million dollars. Right, that's been almost a third of the Justice League budget. <laughs> That's called, this guy. That's called so, flipping so, that money. Right? So let's understand. He spent $10 million on the last Annabelle movie. That made $300 million. They yeah. spent $35 million on it. Highest grossing horror movie of all time. He's flipping $700 million. And again, thing. he's making... These films are good. Right. Now, my only question is, I just hope that 
he can he knows how to make a film that is not trash. No, no, not no. He's he's expressed the, all of those movies have come out and they're very good and they're enjoyable to audiences, right? So I just hope that everything isn't like super dark, right? right? Well, that it's if, in the medium of the the heroes, right? Genre, I, if right? he Some can genre. sort of right. translate uh, what he's been doing into uh, into the comic book realm, he so should have he somebody know, who he can essentially. Uh, James Wan of. is who he's worked with already, right? Uh, because James Wan is behind the Conjuring and sort of produced Annabelle also. So, right. and and James Wan is doing uh, Aquaman. So, which is coming out I think, in December. Yes, it's coming out at the end of this year. But I think we can look at Aquaman and see how that is to know yeah. whether this it was a good move or not. Because they, they, Hamada and Juan have been a dream team in the world of horror. Right. So let's see what Aquaman is. And but I, I'm excited about it because I think he knows how to connect the universe. I know. I think he knows how to take the things that work in a certain genre right. and play to the audience. And and again. I think we'll can see some R-rated um, superhero movies from him because so he's the used only to movie doing DC lower coming out is uh, this year's Aquaman. Aquaman, yes. <laughs> also, oh, some news has just come out. This is not in our like list of images, but apparently Wonder Woman is going to be something totally different, and it may not adhere to the, any of the canon so far. You're talking about Wonder DC. Woman two. Wonder Woman two. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's even like when we had spoke before that if you just give us, well, I'll speak for myself, but I think we're all in agreement that if you just give us something how Wonder Woman was initially where there was this comment between Bruce and Diana, or at least she had the picture of some sort or something like that, and he was there for a small brief picture, and then that was it. You don't, you don't hear anything about Batman, you don't hear anything about Superman, and then it's just her own film, and you're like, okay, they exist, they know of each other. And in that way, it works. You know what I mean? So if there's Aquaman or Superman and and he's talking to Lois and it says in Gotham, another bank So bank what year is it supposed to take place? Is it going happened. to take place in the 80s? You'll feel good it? about that. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I think they're you know? sort of changing course completely. All right. And moving on. Uh, this is just a little tidbit. And I, I, I want to give a shout out to speaking of the DCEU. Uh, Gal Gadot was just awarded with the good Rising deal. Star Award. It's good right. though. It's not dot. Okay. So yeah. the T is silent. Gal Gadot. I'm gonna call her Gal Gadot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was awarded with the she she was given the Rising Star Award. Right. And she decided to thank Zack Snyder. Now, basically, like everybody know this. throwing him under the bus. Because here's the thing, you know, Wonder Woman was sort of a cultural phenomenon of of 2017 right. uh, and we a lot of people don't give sort of Zack Snyder the credit doing it for is that he cast Gal Gadot 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 and also he was sort he was partly uh, on set you know Directing. helping produce uh, with Patty Jenkins obviously right. the Wonder Woman film yeah. right and and the vision of Wonder Woman that we get in the film from B- that comes from BVS and what Zack Snyder saw in her. And she just said, like, you know, she was thinking of quitting acting because she wasn't getting callbacks. Like, 
All I got is that whack-ass cameo in the Fast and Furious movie where I died and fell off the damn plane. Well, there's nothing about... Uh, Yo, Vin Diesel's shirt still washed, didn't get dirty. But, uh, she thought she was washed at the time. Yeah. She and, thought it was and, over. And she was going to give up on... Because, you know, she's a model. She was a working model. She didn't need anything. I never thought she was going to be in anything ever again after that. And now she's one of the biggest stars out there. just thought she was going to fall off the plane and then that was it? Yeah, she fell off. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And that, like I said, like Yob said, uh, that must hurt because Vin Diesel's shirt was still white while she falls off the plane. It was definitely Vin Diesel could jump out the plane and roll. She falls off the plane and she's dead. He rolled out the car in Brazil. In Brazil. Shirt all white. In Brazil. Just him. Yeah. No help. (laughs) And his shirt was clean. Um so, ridiculous. We're not even talking about fast food. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we're not. ridiculous of driving cars through buildings and shit. No, 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 oh but the God, point is, I just dumb. think it was very classy of her because she didn't have to, and everybody's throwing Zack Snyder under the bus, and everybody's giving Patty Jenkins all the credits, and she deserves uh, all that credit. Some of it. But let's be clear, you know, he cast her because he saw something in her. And right. uh, it's it's only right, you know what I mean. They want to throw him under the bus for everything. Basically, they should have let him finish his damn vision, bro. If that's, he, that's that's another argument altogether. And now it is time to the, for the focal point. And uh, in light of Jodie Foster's comments uh, that we talked about earlier, I just want to ask a few questions. What constitutes a real film? Is it you know something like? The artist that's all black and white and sort of, as you said, Lavar, artsy fartsy. Yeah. You know, is it is it um, Lady Bird? Is it is it um, shape the Shape of Water? Is it is it La La Land? You know, because those no, so any film, anything that is recorded and has a script and has you know editors and whatever and it's put out as a film. It's a film. Somebody shot it. They put some effort into it. They wrote a story, so that's a film. What What do you mean a real film? Like a a classy film? Right. And no, but that's the thing. And, there's and, and B movies. The, there's, there's, there's there's levels to this shit. This is the thing that I sort of wanted to to focus on, which was, you know, people spend a lot of their lives investing their time, which is the most precious you ha- thing you have in this life. Right. They spend their time investing in these characters. They 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 read about these characters their whole lives. They study them, and I'm sure that people could tell Jodie Foster or whoever feels this way about these movies things that they never knew, stories that they never knew about. And you cannot tell me that films like Logan or like The Dark Knight or you know some would say Wonder Woman, but you know, you can't. That's very pandering. We cannot. We you can't tell me that those that these things don't exist. Even Thor Ragnarok, just as a comedy, yeah. Deadpool is like a, a a love story. So, you know, don't beyond don't, anything. Thor is always about family and brothers. And so also, no, and but what what Thor said is what what Ragnarok and becoming said, a man. Also, no, no, no and, but you know, furthermore, it is saying that you cannot build. A nation based off evil deeds, because that's what that's what um, Odin did, right? And he tried to cover it up later. What does that remind you of? Yeah. And what about saying the only way to save something that that is built on a corrupt foundation is to let it burn? Right, right. That's 
You it make any always, yeah. analogy you want to that, but right. I'm sure you can make some. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about a great nation that is all pretty and it's all great now, but it was built on the backs of servitude and murder. <laughs> uh-huh. And then saying the only mm-hmm. way to say what what it is about is it's is its people and right. the good people there. Right. And you have to just maybe you gotta let it be destroyed. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's in that's in a superhero film. Right. You know what I mean? So don't give me that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. There's a lot of deeper uh meaning to a lot to of these now right. again, I, I what now what I have a graphic up on the screen right now, which is um it's showing uh some films like uh Spider Man three, um Guardians, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, well, uh, Spider-Man 3, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then um, The Dark Knight Part 3, BVS, Iron Man 2, Suicide Squad. A bunch of trash. All of those are rock now, the, 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 third, the third Batman doesn't belong. I mean, it's bad, but it, it doesn't belong in It was rock in box, bro. It, Compared to the other two, rock now, box. Again, nah, it, it, um, it I'm seeing Avengers 2 up here. It wasn't I'm, I'm that I'm seeing Iron bad. Man Yo, 3 up here. So It wasn't that bad. But the, Man, the Bane's point, voice and just the fighting. Oh, no, no, but my point is, bad. so it I think, I think when you look at like the films, like there, this is, uh, this is a go back and watch the fighting here. scenes, um, and then go and how stiff they were. Yes, I know. No, like no, look, 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 we're not, we're not watch that Batman we're not, warehouse. We're not scene, relitigating yes, that film. Movie. Right, we're not relitigating any one of those films. What I'm saying is, there are a crop of big $200 million movies that are still making a ton of money. So I think she's looking at these, but not... And again, that's that's problematic because there are bad films made all the time. I think that we see that superhero movies are doing well right now, so that's the easy thing to look at. But to say that those things are ruining people's film habits... I mean, and James and, and, Gunn... I mean. To an extent, right it is about because like when you make terrible movies, that's bad for the whole genre. Because then that makes because some people to them you know they're all there the same thing. Terrible musicals I, I and there it. are terrible horror movies and there are terrible dramas. It's bad for the genre if when people make terrible movies because to some people it's just like they don't can't tell the difference between a Marvel movie or whatever movie. So it's just all good together. So if they see a couple terrible ones, then they're gonna assume all of them are terrible. They're all trash. You right. Understand? And and, so and again, that, that effect that, it has a ripple effect. So they want these movies to do good. They don't no, want I, DC to fail. Right. That, that, that's fine. They but want to my, do better my, than them. They don't want to make terrible movies. There are a bunch of stinkers out there. And again, this is not new to comic book movies. It's just that comic book movies are in right now. My point is, this is real time that people have invested in their real, serious, thought-provoking stories being told in this medium. And... Is there a difference if something is based on a book, like a, an actual novel, versus something that is based on a comic book? Does that make one a uh, uh, more more something more? Uh, is that does that mean there's more inherently more artistry just because it comes from a comic book? Hey man, there's all types of art. Like I said before, earlier, art is subjective. You know, everybody isn't going to paint the same picture. There's abstract art. 
There's, you know, like Rone paintings. There's there's all t- different types of art. Now, so you it, can't say that anybody... There's comic books. There, You know, there's there's graphic novels. There's, like, art is subjective, man. There's no right way to, to make your art. Now, are, I think there's a... There's, bit. like, movies that are made deliberately cheesy. Like, let's say Sharknado or uh, uh, Snakes on a Plane. And those movies are enjoyable because they're bad. You understand? Like, right. people go to see them for now, that. So, where, listen, art is subjective, bro. Where it comes from is that there's a fear of uh, oversaturation, right? And from from her standpoint. and Now, what does that mean when you say oversaturation? Where this is, again, there's... Look, well, let, let, let's backpack. Time, time out. Year, so, time out. I mean, the, the, time out. We, we, we are in an age where, as you said from the, from the onset, that our time is the most important thing. And how the world operates and how the world moves, our time is getting strained and pulled in a lot of different directions. And so when the medium, if everything is always telling you, check out this big blockbuster, right? And everybody is following that formula and showing us uh, the big budget movies. Some are spectacular, which we will never talk bad of or ill of. And then there are others which are crappy because people are just out there to make a buck. Right. And so you're going to get these movies which are really bad, but they have a big budget. It takes away your eyeballs. Or, uh, yeah, it takes away your eyeballs or your time, your valuable time to invest in a movie that is more noir, which is more art tour in the sense of it doesn't have that big budget, but it's more it's thought provoking or right. There was films that when you had your top five, which we we said it. We might have not saw it in the theaters or we might have not caught it in this way or that way because our time was invested in other ways. Or we only got this $20 or this $40 to spend on two movies and we're going to spend it on the, the comic books that we like, right? So for her or for any artist who's out there who says, hey, I'm not your superhero, but I'm putting out some dope work. And you're like, well, I could watch that or I could watch people fall on their heads all day. And enjoy that. Now, here's the it thing. Kind of, it, your time is being strained. Your dollar is being strained. And you don't have, you can't spend it or multiple times. Now, but you know again, I mean? so I guess I guess the point that I want to make, and this is what LeVar was alluding to, there were over 400 films released last year. You know how many of them were superhero movies? Eight. Exactly. So when we say oversaturation, you can't tell. How many musicals were made last year? How many dramas eight? were made last year? Right? How many horror movies were made last year? It is just a genre. It eight, right? right? You, there weren't eight horror movies last year? Um, probably not. There were at least 25 horror movies made last year. Right. But were they, were they all... Well, horror is not so big budget. My, my, my point is, and again, they weren't all comic book movies if there were 400 because there were only eight. Right. And if they weren't all musicals and they weren't all horror... What does that leave? That leaves comedies and dramas. And right? that's just in the U.S., And there right? were hundreds of dramas made. Right. That's just yes. in the U.S. Just in the dramas, U.S. So here's the whole So right. again, so can... And that I'm not even counting what's coming... The streaming stuff that's coming out. Right. I'm saying in the theater, there were over 400 films released. Only eight of them were comic book movies. Right. Right? So... The summertime has always been the season of the blockbuster, the big budget movie. Right, it right? is what it is. Now again, has have has there been soulless movies? That goes all the way back. There were a bunch of Star Wars clones, yeah. right? You you know we can't we can't just blame it on this thing now because that's the shiny thing to look at. Right now, if you want to say that summer blockbusters are hurting movies, then they've always been hurting movies. 
And again, to say that it's ruining yes, viewing have. habits, uh, you are looking at them in a vacuum. Right. In the sense that what's hurting that viewing habits like people is people only have a certain amount of time. And guess what? They're putting out a lot of quality content on the streaming services. There are a lot of things happening. Like, the world is changing. Our eyeballs can only be able to watch but so much. Okay, again. And our time can be able to be distributed to but so many things. You know what I mean? And that's all it is. I'm not, it's, not, it's not in a sense of defending what Jodie Foster is saying. And There's it's no not defense in a sense, to what she's saying. No, but there yeah. is an understanding somewhat to where she's coming from. Yeah, she's old and curmudgeon. No, look, there have is. been low-budget whack movies. Like, that's a fact. In all yeah. genres. In it's all genres. It's not superheroes. So, no, it's my, in my all point, genres. So we can't, like, just blame them because Marvel happens to be making a lot of money right now in superhero movies. And it's just Marvel. Right. Right. So don't I'm saying don't 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 look for like a scapegoat when there's so many other factors. There's so many other things factoring into why people aren't going to the movies as much. And guess what? These big blockbuster movies are essentially keeping a lot of these theaters alive and keeping a lot. Because, listen, I don't care if there was never any big budget movies. There's not. Yo, I'm not going to, the movies not, to see the help. Who, right. Who is going to see that? Like, but but like how she said, it's an amusement park. That's why people go to the movies. That's why they have 4D movie theaters. That's why they have because people want to escape and get away. The I'm ridiculousness. Not going, yeah, I'm not going to the movies to see these. I, I get it. I watch these movies. Like I'll watch a Gerald's Game on Netflix, and that's great. There's mediums to see these movies, but for me to go to the movies, I want the spectacle. Also, I just want the, that. The other thing that I'm saying is. The help was never going to make a billion dollars. That's a fact, right? right? And we cannot say that like films are not like look look at 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 um and again these are big budget movies but there are tour films which is The Revenant which won like um best director I'm not sure if it won best picture that year but I know it won best actor for Leonardo DiCaprio and best picture. Um, of course I think it won best best. Here, look. Here, but here, but look. one more one more thing. So La La Land made nearly $500 million. That's a musical. Yeah, it was a trash movie. Right? right. Now, and, and it almost won Best Picture. Right. Right? So we cannot, say, we cannot say that, like, <laughs> um, good movies aren't, like, good movies are making out. money. Right? And uh, the summer is going to be the season for the blockbuster. I'm sorry. The same way that December and November to December is the Oscar season. Right, right, right. Like, that hasn't changed. So don't understand that, yes, people don't have a, a lot of time these days. Yes, there are things stealing their attention, like YouTube, like scrolling through a Facebook feed, and like Netflix, that they can go and watch these things. That's why people aren't going to the movies. And they say, when I am going to go out, I'm going to go see one of those big things. And the studio will take the $2 billion it makes from Star Wars and throw that into the Queen of Cotway. You know what I mean? Right. So... These are these are the things that happen. I just think it's sort of like, oh, that's the shiny thing, so I'm gonna point at that. Jodie Foster and anybody who thinks like that, if you really if you're in the film industry, you know that these blockbuster films have always been around and you know that these other movies can peek through. And I'm sorry, like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are literally throwing billions of, of dollars at people to make movies. I hate this Mud elitist bound. crap because it's just like regardless of whatever 
like we said earlier, these movies fund these other artsy-fartsy movies. You feel me? So you, you can't say these things. As long as the Your movies palette, wouldn't even get made as long if as, they didn't get, make as, this money. As long as the film viewer's palette is balanced, I think there, there's a part or there's something to be said that if your, your palette of film viewing, and at the end of the day, and I have to correct myself even before I start to say this, it's your choice, but it's also what you're being socialized to watch, what you're being integrated to watch and keep consuming, right? And that's what society does and things like that. So as long as your palette is balanced, where you can enjoy your superhero films, as you just said, you was like, yo, I watch Gerald's Game. I watch this. That's not a superhero movie. Yeah, I you know watch I mean? it. There's tons of movies that you watch. You know what I mean? me? There's, there's a ton of, tons of movies that you Good watch time. that are not, Molly's that's game. not superhero. Right. And so These but are little we, we small have, movies. We have, we as a collective have a balanced palette. Right, but you enjoy your action films. Yeah. You enjoy your big budget films, as a, as do I. I right? will not go but to the movies to see anything other than. Is that for everybody? Movies. You know what I mean. And so if you're, and that's where she, and that's and that's the only thing that I can take away from her indefensible comments of look, you know, in the long run, right across the globe and across the world, if this is all we're showing, right, if we get a million of Will Smith in. You know, in another space, this Don't Will Smith in another whatever about Will Smith. You know, he's 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 he doesn't exist in this world anymore. He's like he's reached another stratosphere. So, um, you know, Will Smith in another space movie. Will Smith as this. Will Smith as this. Will Smith as that. And you're just showing him in in these big movies. You're like, yo, what about? Although, what happens to the other stuff? Year, Although if they tell the me year, Will you know Smith I mean? is in the next Fast and the Furious, I'm all over that. Yo, throughout the year, uh, there's hundreds of movies that come out. Just because five or six uh, superhero movies came out mm -hmm. doesn't mean that, that there there aren't all these other there type of movies so for people. There were so many for people dope to digest. movies that right. came out this year. And not to mention the, the fact theater. that but the does Academy, everybody know about this doesn't that? stop. When they're talking about taste, it doesn't stop anybody from seeing these movies. If they're going to see them, they're going to see them. But most of these movies don't right, be numbers it's anyway. Right, person's choice. And it's just like, these movies ain't taken seriously by the Academy. It's just like they make money, but like nobody who like right. Let's see, real if, film let's see if Logan... they go to see it for the escapism and the enjoyment of it. But right. it's not these movies don't win awards or even get nominated. Maybe for special effects, right, but right, not right, for right. nothing else. Right. So it's not stopping nobody's hustle. It's not stopping nobody from you know making their movies. And that's people, true. A, a lot movie. of the people... if it's a good movie, people will go see it. And then during Oscar season, when people say, "Oh, these are the movies," then a lot of times people go see it after the fact. Right. And again, the Oscars, point. the Oscars, you are one hundred percent right. Yeah. The Oscars serves to advertise those films like The Post, like um, The, the Phantom Help. Thread, right. like uh, Molly's, Molly's Game. Game, as you just right. said. And these are all dope movies that came out and got made this year. We can right. keep going with that list of amazing films to kill the, the killing of a sacred deer. Good times. These are things we talked about last week. Right. But my point Good is, times. those films are getting made. And I'm sorry, it's not all the time that you're going to have... Like, the people that uh, are coming out to make up the $1.2 billion that Civil War made or the, the all the money in the world see what that, that um, <laughs> Infinity War is going to make, right, a right, lot of right. those people was never going to go see Molly's Game. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So it's bringing more people in. They wasn't lying enough to see a, a, right? a killing of a sacred yeah. deer. Look. look. I love you, LeVar, but you wasn't going to go see The Killing of a Sacred no. Deer. No. no. 
You know what I'm saying? So let's right, right. let's be clear about that. Don't look at the money they're making. They're bringing new people in, and you're talking about killing viewing habits. Yeah, Netflix stop watching other people's And pockets. Hulu done killed people's viewing habits a long time ago, and I'm sorry. This you know summer, what killed people's viewing habits? The internet. Okay. Right. And right. again, this is people clutching onto what they know. Because right now, I don't and, give and, a shit and, what movie coming out. In zero degree weather, I'm not going out there to see nothing. Right. Unless oh, they Black got, Panther came out. They got the HD copy on the internet. Okay. That's what I'm okay, doing. Okay, but what about when Black Panther come out, oh, I'm out next there. month? Okay. I'm freezing. Shut your mouth. He said you said you freezing? <laughs> hey, yo, I'm scared of the real Panther and wearing it out there, bro. You crazy? I'll be warm. So, but but again, this just sounds oh, like people man. who are used to a certain tradition right, snubbing their true. nose at a thing that they don't understand. Right. And I'm saying making a film with the source material as a comic book is just as valid as making it from, from a novel. Valid, like novel. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you're talking about the... Do you know how much studying it takes to that goes into these movies to throw those Easter eggs? That means you thoroughly studied yes. the source material yes, and you're, they went you're back in hundreds touch of with your fans yeah. the same way. You know how a, much lack of studying goes into making Transformers the last night? Look, or 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 Justice League. At, at the end of the story. day, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> when you talk about Spider-Man all of this too. stuff, oh all of these people are just playing pretend and it's not that serious. Right. No, but I, lighten look, up, folks. Right? right? No, lighten but up. In, in a way, though, I enjoy pretend. enjoy the movie. In a way, stop I, it. Yeah. In a way, stop I do. It five. I do think it's serious, <laughs> and this is why, I like the, these comments, hurt my feelings a little bit. Because look, a lot of this, there's a lot you don't know what's going on in people's lives, right? right? And the reason we do you go to the movies, and the reason people make films is fine if you want to make them about you as the director, but you're making art to show to people, and the reason people go to movies is because it. It allows them to escape from the everyday monotony of their life. And I'm sorry, if a film makes you feel good inside and makes you smile and can take you back to your childhood, that's why you make movies. That's why you go to the movies. And if that's that's what these superhero movies movies are doing and they're bringing people joy, don't fucking shit on that because it's not your little artsy fartsy $10 million movies. You sound like me. What? Sorry. This guy, man. This guy just devolved. <laughs> no, man. I don't like that. Like, you're, you're disrespecting why people go to the in the first place. Jeez, Sorry. Man. All right. All right. On that note, it's time to have a little fun. Oh, my God. Let me, let me, let me, I have to oh, fix my tie a little emotional. bit. Emotional. All right. All right. Just Next. The blazer loosen up the tie. We have. I got the comic collection. What do we have here? The greatest directors. All right, yes. We are going to... This is the director's draft Time for what pick. would you do. All right, what would you do? Yes. So on this week, we are going to... We're going to have a director's draft pick. So we're going to go around. There will be five rounds. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and in each round, each of us will pick our highest rated director. And at the end of it, we'll see uh, who has the best five directors. Or we'll just tell you what our lists are. Ba, 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 so... The only question is, how are we going to pick who goes first? I'm going first. Hold on, I want to see. Let's 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 see if we can. Do, I have an idea here. Uh oh! Look at you, man. You on it? You know how you get down. I like this. Hey! I hope that's Lou. Damn! I was just hoping that was Lou. I was like, don't let that cut off. Don't let that yeah. cut off. That's that's good. I like that. That works. Okay, good. I have a random number generator from one to ten. Everybody's gonna pick a number. Oh lord. Let me it put don't this matter. up on the screen. It don't matter. I'll go last. Seven. 
Well, slow down. I didn't. I didn't. We we're gonna press the button on screen. You're killing me, Snow. Okay. On, now, we're we're gonna pick a random number from one to ten, and then whoever gets that number sort of will go first. So everybody, uh, pick a number. I'm gonna go with four. What do we have? Uh, three. So we have four. You have three. What do you have, Mr. Woods? It says seven, nigga. Seven. You got seven. All right. So we're gonna pick this number. All right. And let's generate this number. Let's go generating the number and. One. Ah, I win. That means you win. <laughs> Price right, is wrong, bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to these. Let's get to these directors. Number one. I'm going to Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Damn. Tarantino. Boom. Boom. Right, yeah. Boom. You want to keep, keep track of this thing? Yeah. All right. I'll do it. You got LeVar at Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Quentin Tarantino self-explanatory. Okay. Director such great movies as Pulp Fiction, okay. Django Unchained, Reservoir Dogs, Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Uh, the list goes on. The list goes okay. on. Okay. Now, I think, that, I think that I go next because I'm the next closest thing to one. I, well, what number did you pick? I picked four. Wait, what? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. That's, okay. That works. Go ahead. Now. Uh, I'm gonna go with Steven Mother Effin Spielberg. Okay. Um, Greatest director of all time, bar none. Don't let me name the hits. I don't want to name Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones and uh, E.T. and The Color Purple. After you just named all of them. Steve. Okay. Who do you pick? For my guy? Your guy. Who's your guy? Who's my guy? Let's go. I'm going with Christopher Nolan. Oh, you right out the bat, you go with Christopher Nolan. Take him a guy. Yeah. Okay. Even right though there's, there's a lot of people ahead of him, but I'm just going with Christopher Nolan because I want him on my squad. You want him on your squad. Yes, All I right. do. You, want, you wanted to take him out the running. Okay. Take him out. That's it. Okay. Nobody can get him. All right. Now, Mr. Johnson, what do you got? Who's uh, next up for you, Bar? Because nobody said him yet, uh, Scorsese. Bam! Damn! <laughs> uh, Scorsese, you got Goodfellas, Taxi Damn. Driver, yeah, yeah. Raging Bull, Wolf of Wall Street, Casino, uh, The Aviator, Gangs of New York. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it keeps going. I it know. just keeps you gotta going. Go it's self-explanatory. All right, okay. go ahead, Steve. All right, who you All got right. up? Wait, All right. um, let me just nah, who who I, who am I gonna go with? I am gonna go with Stanley Kubrick. Okay, two thousand one. This is a visionary shit. Okay, okay. The Clockwork Orange. Yeah. The Shining. The good one. Good one. Okay. All right, Mr. Woods. Who you who you going with now? Spike Lee. Shit! I was going to say. God damn it! Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Your turn. Your turn. What you got? Who you got? Mr. Johnson, let's go. Oh, man. Shit, that threw me off. on now. <laughs> I was going to pick him next. on like Donkey Kong. God damn you. Uh, my next one would be uh, Oliver Stone. 
Okay. Little 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 political these days. Mm. He's such, been always such always great been movies as, uh, I'm just born, saying it's getting uh, such, such great movies as Born right? on the Fourth of July, uh Platoon, JFK, Snowden, Wall Street, Natural Born Killers. Yes, which sir. was written by Quentin Tarantino, by the way. Mm-hmm. But Oliver Stone directed it. I, I want to thank you for that. I yeah. want to thank you for that. Because that, that cleared the yes. way Uh-oh. for me for James Cameron. I knew you was... Uh, Avatar, I knew you was Alien, I knew Terminator, Titanic. I knew you was going to get him. All right. Oh, man. So, by the way, that man has the number one and number two highest grossing films of all time. Okay, so we got Stone, Cameron, Kubrick... Uh, da, 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 da. Who do I have? I someone else who's on my list is I'm not gonna have y'all gonna have these guys because I'm not picking them, but it's all good. Uh, George Lucas, Lucas, the creator, yeah, the, the what Star Wars, but what else? Star Wars. That's it. That's all he has. But you know what? If he the never second gave second biggest Wars, franchise of all time. I in, in truth though, I know that's the only thing he has, but. If he never created, no, no, he doesn't have to. That's yeah. it. He that that is American folklore. That's yeah. th- that's. Hey, hey, you got listen. that? Okay, Mr. Johnson, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Who's your number? What's this number four for you? Number four. Yes, this is his uh, four. Let me go outside. Uh, I'm gonna say Tim Burton. Oh, that is outside. Okay, okay. I like that though. I like that. I do like that. The original Batman. I'm not even going to front. Batman Returns, Beetlejuice. I'm not even going to front. Before Christmas. Okay. That that is out. That's ready for this. Ready for me to shut this whole thing down. I like that one. Who? Alfred Hitchcock, baby. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. That's who you go. Psycho. The Birds. Okay. My next up is Ron Howard. Oh, good. Ron Howard. Yes, sir. He's directing that uh, Han Solo movie that's about to be a brick, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Ron Ron Howard is that dude. Okay, this is your last one. You better make it good. My last one. Johnson, who you got there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a lot of people off the board when I think about it. Who am I going to give my last one to? I'm going to say. Oh, y'all didn't get him. Come on. Uh oh. I, I gotta say a good one because I might protect Yabby's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, he's still there. Yeah, I had, I had, a, I had a couple of people that I like. I, I know legit. who you're gonna choose. And honestly, I'm gonna let you have it because this is like a passion thing that I'm gonna pick. Who am? Go ahead. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Levar. Um, this might say. lose the game for me, but you know what? I'm gonna do it. Do I want to say that one? I'm going to say F it. Clint Eastwood. I had him on my list. That's Look, Gran Torino. Gran Torino, Unforgiven, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Clint uh, Eastwood, huh? Fish Full of Dollars. Come on, son. Clint Eastwood. Clint okay. Eastwood, bro. Um, Sully. American uh, Clint, Sniper. Clint Eastwood uh, did yeah. Sully? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So this is my last one. Now... I'm conflicted here because I could just end your career real quick. <laughs> but I Wait, feel like... So, also, you, you have in mind who, who I'm... Uh... Yeah, but the problem is I, I said that I figured he would have been picked by now, so I had this, and I'm like, you know what? My pick is going to be gone, but I just want to go for this. Uh... You, you know what? Forget it. The Wachowskis. 
I'm saying it. They made the Matrix because you had because you had the, the, my favorite uh, film of all time is the Matrix, and every time now they they have not created anything on the level of you the mean Matrix, the, 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 but Wachowski the, brother and sister. No, they're both trannies now. Stop. I'm that. sorry. Don't I'm, say I'm, that. Don't they're say both that. transgender. The, the, the Wachowskis, right? Okay. Yes. They created, in my opinion, the most thought-provoking film. This no, is the thing that, that made me system? fall in love with filmmaking. This made me fall in love that. with storytelling, with paying attention to who a director was, yeah. paying attention to who a writer was. I would say this that is uh, the, 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 amount, the Matrix is the, Matrix. the definitive movie of the new millennium. Like when we thought what was going to happen in the year 2000, is everything right. going to be whatever? I would say that's the, the movie. It was a conversion okay. because it of seemed like everything. Possible. That 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 the world would and could be, and the 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 amalgamation of kung fu philosophy, um, everything's the internet. No, I'm surprised he's now, still and here. A, and again, it's not just that. You know, these are guys that these are people that sort of have. Everything they do brings you the, uh, uh, some amazing world that you've never seen. Okay. Now, it hasn't always followed through like The Matrix. They're right. great at setup and creating new worlds, which is why I think that's what they should do. I think they should produce and sort of let people kind of get into the minutia of finishing those stories. Uh-huh. But setting up worlds, there's nobody like them in the industry. Yeah, but whatever that last movie they came out with was trash. Which was what? Whatever movie that nobody seemed to like. Oh, yeah, yeah. But think about the setup for that. The setup was actually amazing. The execution was different. Your your last one. And and you're welcome. Go ahead and say Ridley Scott, man. (laughs) Just do it. I thought that was going to be your number one, bro. No, no, no. Honestly, because I I told you that was like Ridley Scott. I was just like... Just go ahead and say it. (laughs) He knew it. Say the damn name. Ridley Scott. Uh, Ridley Scott. There you Ridley go. Scott. I was like, the man who needs no movie? explanation. And again, Ridley Scott. I oh, just, the, he, I figured. For y'all that need an explanation, that's the guy who directed uh, Blade Runner, the movie. That the I original did. Blade Runner, yeah. and also the original Alien, yeah. and also Prometheus, yeah. and also a host of other um, amazing films. This is the guy that's been putting in work since Put in 19 work. how long? Yeah. Put um, in I also don't like his comments when he's like, oh, well, I can't get. Yeah, he yeah. also brought you Exodus yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Alien Exactly, Covenant, so. exactly. <laughs> um, I can't get jiggy with that shit. Uh, but, 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 you know, Ridley Scott is is, is um, amazing. I can't get this film produced because um, he knows this African name. You know, whatever. But um, I guess the, 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 I, I had to go with the Wachowskis just because f- they made a world and a film that has affected so much of how I, why we're even here today and why I even care about movies in the first place right. so I, I they that's the honor that's they got it that's my number five so you want to run that list back Mr. Woods so we can close this thing out yes sir alright so LaVar's five five directors that's on his draft that's on his team he's going to back for squad his squad is Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino Martin Scorsese good shit again Whoa. Oliver Stone good shit again Whoa. A strong list there, boy. Tim Burton. That's still good. Woo, no, these these are bangers. Yes. Clint Eastwood. That's all. That's a great list, bro. You 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 comfortable with I'm that? Comfortable. Oh, with you that. should be very comfortable. With that. Yeah. I'm proud of you for yeah. your pick, sir. All right. Not now, as good as mine, but I'm proud of you. Moving on to Mr. Steve Johnson. His list. His that's starting good. five. Let's go His squad. Five. Best director. 
Steven Spielberg. Greatest I feel director like I should say Steven time. Mother effing Spielberg. Hands but down, it's not the even. Goat. It's not even the goat. Uh, Steven Spielberg, man. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick, come on, man. Visionary. This is some visionary shit. James Cameron. James James Cameron. This man makes a film every 10 years because he waits until the the world is ready. Until the world is ready. For him. Until the world is ready for him. For his vision because the world got to catch up with him. And then he tells the world what to be in love with for the next 10 years. He waits for the world to catch up to him, not the other way around. This is the dude who made Titanic and was like, you know what? I'm going to go live under the ocean for like a year because I want to see what's down there. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. And the aforementioned Wachowskis. Yep. Creators of the Matrix. There I mean, well, I would say that. The, I would say that. I would say that. The, okay. I, I like. The I like how you. I like how you cut yourself. Yo, I love the Matrix. I like how you cut yourself. But I would say adding the Wachowskis to your list makes it iffy. Nah, man. You, because no. they don't have as far as these other directors, they their body of work right. as compared to the Wachowskis. They're they're on a shallow. No, end I'm of the just pool. saying that they that was a great you. a great thing. I'm not I'm not saying, but right. their body of work. But as I'm, opposed I'm, to these other people, I'm also looking at more than that yeah. in the worlds. That, like these are dudes who create worlds. Right. They changed the whole genre. Like like but, I mean, the even way take the that, effect those, of the action time, scenes. Real. Like they they did a lot with that. But, but I'm just saying in terms of body of work. I'm saying, but it was a good list. It's subjective. Take out the Matrix. Like they create worlds every time, and I'm saying they don't like. Other than the Matrix, I don't think that they have successfully really been able to follow through on those worlds that they set up. But showing you a world that you haven't seen before, I think that they are some of the best in the business. But again, that was sort of a a passion thing, so it is what it is. I I, I would say you could put that in your favorites, but when we're talking greatest, I wouldn't put them in there. My point is, anytime they do a movie, I'm there. Yeah. Even if I don't expect it to be, even though they <laughs> but, last but they help you go to another level and look. You went to go films. see it, even though you agree it was trash. Absolutely, it was trash. Yes. All right, so, yeah, uh, and my five. But the world they set up was dope. Yeah, and so I, like I said, your list is good, but that, that makes it shaky. So yeah, and, <laughs> and could have had Ridley Scott. You could have. You should have. You should have. What did I win this thing? Hey, but you did it. Um, and my five is Christopher Nolan. Okay. Mm. Spike Lee. Okay. I was going to put him on there, bro. Joint. George Lucas. Okay. Star Wars, baby. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Ridley Scott. Cunningham. Good shit, bro. Good shit. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. These are some good lists out there, man. We know what we're talking about. I like these lists. Actually, I like all of them. Not even even whack. Not even whack. I I like LeVar's list. No, you, you got a clean list. And that Tim Burton one. Do you I can't even yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Because nobody even thought Tim Burton. No, no, no. I was looking at, I was yeah. looking at Tim Burton, but I was yeah. like, oh, well. But when you uh, look at the disc or the catalog, the filmography, right? Bro, exactly, man. Because like that, creating worlds. Like when, when you ever saw that was like Beetle, Beetle right? Beetle, when you ever saw that was like you know any like uh, the whatever the, the all these movies he's done with. He um, did um Nightmare um Before Christmas, right? Yeah, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, yeah. or you know um. That the thing with Johnny Depp where he was the barber and cutting people. Scissor hands, yeah, scissor hands. Not that, not with scissor hands. That uh, Sweeney Todd. Or, oh, Sweeney Todd. Like okay, okay, okay. That's the thing about Tim Burton. I feel like all of his movies could, they might just be in the same universe. The same universe, yeah. It's Tim Burton's the, the aesthetic universe. style, 
And again, that's why, I, like, with the Wachowskis, all of those things, like, they did Speed Racer, and, like, the movie itself, like, wasn't, like, good. But it was the, true. Stylistically, no. Stylistically, stylistically, stylistically yeah, it was. And exactly. Even if you think it's stupid, the show was stupid. <laughs> hey man, it's true. Yo man, true. Don't, don't come at Speed Racer like so, that, man. I, I think Monkey the movie in the was true. Ass show. I think the movie come was on, man. The, I think the movie was true to the source, but stylistically, it was great. Right, right. And by the way, um, Cloud Atlas is actually a great movie. Like I, at the time I saw it, like it, it I didn't really. Wasn't get you it. saying what the hell is this? No, no, I did at the time because it was so much going on. But right. like watching it again, it's like this is actually like a great piece of filmmaking right um i'm not a fan of sense eight at all people tell me i need to like pay attention to that on netflix but not not my cup of tea but like i said they create dope worlds and i hope that they keep doing it and on that note that has been another episode <laughs> of on the real we thank you for tuning in this long yes yes, um, yes yes we hope you like our list of directors and what's your favorite list of the directors give us your top five uh give us your top five that are alive. all that and uh, we will be back to you next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet because the news hasn't come in yet. Same bad um, time, same. But, well, uh, never at the same time. Never the same time. Same same never the same. We got to. Same yeah. channel. Always on Facebook. And, and yeah. again, uh, just go ahead. If you like this show, do us a favor. Hit like and subscribe. It helps Absolutely. us out a lot. And we got a whole bunch of new things coming for you in 2018. Check out the second page, which is a show about politics. If you're into that kind of thing. And we got some other things in the works, but I'm mum is the word until we move some things along. So, exactly. Mr. Woods, tell them where they can find you, sir. Why Woods, Why Not or WhyWoodsWhyNot.com. Hey, Mr. Johnson. All right, at the particulars, but the dude abides with a Z and some periods in between. And Marty McFly, if you don't want to get on Twitter, if you don't want to get answered. Yeah, I don't have it on my phone, bro. Uh, And... (laughs) I am your friendly neighborhood host, Steve Johnson, and you can find me at Steve A.M. Johnson on your favorite social media network. And as up long and as it's not Snapchat, nobody said it with me. I say this every day, but okay. Right. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, hugs, not drugs. All right. <laughs>